tell you what learn the song play it correctly with that tone then you can offer an opinion i can tell by your post that you can't and slash or haven't played it welcome to the gear slum your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense i'm aaron i'm phil please explain that joke and i'm cole <laughs> you don't know that you haven't got that one <laughs> so um, we slum it hard oh wait 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 we slum it hard so you don't have to <laughs> There must be order There's and norms. Law. We have norms. <laughs> we so have David E. David E. Long posted uh, a while back in our group. It's been a little over a week ago now. Um, he said something like, "Oh, hot take. I don't think Sultans of Swing is a very good song." Something like that. Okay. And someone replied, like, <laughs> "Oh, this is in our group. Which, which in our group, a, yeah. It's a." bad opinion it's wrong obviously but like it's the type of thing someone says when they're saying hot take yeah it's not actually a hot take <laughs> yeah and it's it's like objective like sultans of swing i'm i'm all for hot takes and like you know yeah. counter opinions and all that but it is an amazing song yeah i would like to hear an actual like thought out counter argument to exactly it being good but yeah it's a cool song and it's well done but anyway this dude comes on I don't know his name. Lee something? Lee Strobel, maybe? It was no. one of these. Like, this happens in our group a lot. And I <laughs> yeah, actually feel so bad sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, lo- don't yeah, want to be Lee the, Strobel. I hate being the guy that's like, oh, you don't get my inside joke. And it's like, no, not like that's it's an inside joke. Like, that's that's the definition. You know how people yeah, are like yeah, that yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But but then that happens. That also, but it was, also yeah, it's one of those guys, one of the people that joins our group thinking it's a regular guitar yeah. group. And they're like, and then they see a ridiculous person? post and they're like, oh, this doesn't belong here. <laughs> well, yeah, like the guy. No, it absolutely I, does. Somebody yeah. like questioned someone's post. And I was like, hey, moderator here, uh, you need to keep it guitar related. Just go look at my post for reference. And one of them was about like the Cheetos burger, I think. And one of, yeah. That was about the spicy chicken nuggets. <laughs> so someone posted exactly what I said. He said, yeah, those, that word for tell you words. what, so read it again. Learn, tell you what, learn the song, play it correctly with that tone. Then you can offer an opinion. <laughs> I can, t- <laughs> I can tell by your post that, that you can't and or haven't played it. Yeah, basically, if you can't replicate the song exactly as it, it is which, on the recording, you don't get to have an opinion which about is like, it. That's the wrong argument. That's like when people that <laughs> criticize sports journalists for not being good at the sport. And it's like, my job isn't to play the sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, in order I guarantee to enjoy you, a song, that guy's not like telling that to everybody who's like, oh, I sold the swing is such a good song. Yeah, He's like, like no, up. you don't get to have an opinion. opinion <laughs> not until you can play it perfectly. Dude, I love listening to Sultan's Swing. You don't get to like Shut it. Shut up. <laughs> listening? <laughs> you listen to music? Idiot. Anyway, so then it became like hold this up, hold up, copy up. pasta before, thing in our group. Before you tell me you like it, yeah. have you played with the correct tone? Yeah, with that tone. <laughs> That's what's great is like, his tone's great and everything, but that's like the easier part to do. Like playing it is obviously harder than it. Yeah, it's and the, I know like tone is the, the note fingers, part of but it. Like I don't know, I get pretty close probably with some pedals and crap. Yeah, man. <laughs> so good. Oh, so then Noah. Then I would like again going further down an inside joke rabbit hole, and I honestly felt bad posting this because like because the pe- then someone's like, oh, only there's probably only ten people who get this, and I don't like. <laughs> 
I don't feel like there's like, oh, I made a joke that not very many people get. It's like, well, then that objectively is a bad joke because it's not. No, really no, 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 funny. no, 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 no. But there was the my annual Spock joke is great. It's true, <laughs> and no it's one gets it. <laughs> Literally, no one. But the, so <laughs> it's for me alone. So Noah Barnett, a friend of the show, he. Uh, he uh i'm trying to remember the whole story behind it but basically somebody somebody posted please f off the gibson bs it's oh uh, yeah jump oh, yes, yes it's yes, jump yes. the effing shark <laughs> and he he made this version that had like a bunch of emojis mixed into it yeah <laughs> yeah and it was so good and that was because, kind of the inside joke but that was in 60 cycle hum which let's be honest like you know the Venn diagram of our two groups is ours is just a circle inside of theirs, you know. <laughs> Hi, Lacey. Didn't. Lacey. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Is that Cole's being delivered at sorry, code red. Somebody brought, somebody brought food to me. What kind of food? A person that I live with brought me food. It's Hawaiian chicken. Oh, sick. I'm very excited about it. One of your roommates brought you food? My current wife brought me some food. <laughs> <laughs> your first wife? <laughs> I would introduce her at my at my high school reunion. I introduced her like that to a couple people. And it was pretty great. I mean, it's true. She is my current wife. She's my only it's really wife that funny. I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> She's your current. She's your current but, wife. Okay, so he, so he posted, please F off. Or no, he that was an old sixty second hum joke, and so I posted with all the same emojis. Please f off the Sultans of Swing BS, <laughs> and you know, and it was yeah. mostly like for Noah, honestly, like it, yeah. just him replying to it was like, well, transaction complete. <laughs> if right, I made right. him smile to himself, then <laughs> it was worth it. Did you see? Um, that was the name of our episode last week too. Yes, it was so good. <laughs> it made me very happy. Uh, that was very good tell you what learn the song play it correctly <laughs> tell with you what <laughs> tell you what you know it's going to be a good co- comment when it starts with tell you what <laughs> yeah you know you're about to get, have something mansplained to you essentially <laughs> let me tell you what <laughs> oh man that's good stuff i can but play david you're you are thing. wrong Yes, David is wrong. The person is wrong. That's the wrong argument for why David is wrong. Yes. But David is still wrong. <laughs> is that clear Mountain Dew? Yes, I call it. It's Mountain Dew without all the aspartame in it. It's just water. Yeah. Well, and bubbles. With water with caffeine pills. It's like flat Mountain Dew. <laughs> you just drop yeah. some no-dos in your, in your Dude, mineral water. Have you ever done? <laughs> I went down it. when I worked. Muddle. <laughs> i like i assume Holy this is what it's like for drug addicts or whatever but like when i was working the company i used to work for when i almost like bought the company you know and i was like mm-hmm. i was the president of the company or whatever it's a company of like six people so it's like you know but i went down a i went down Don't a rabbit hole short. of caffeine pills and that was <laughs> those things are pretty Oof. wild if you want to be sweaty and have diarrhea immediately, that's a good way to do it. Oh man, that sounds awesome. Yeah. 
I remember. And I, but, but after like a month, I was like, okay, hell. this needs to stop. <laughs> I had like high blood pressure for the first time in my life. It was pretty wild. <laughs> Dude, my senior year of high school, my friend, I don't know why he did this, but like he got like super like, um, like he felt a lot of pressure, I guess, around like finals time of senior year for some reason. <laughs> So he started taking like caffeine pills. Yeah, it was like that freaking Saved by the Bell episode. Yeah, it totally was. And I was like the exact opposite. And it was that's so funny just thinking back. And you were like, like nah, fine. Like, dude, why are you doing this? I, it's yeah. literally doesn't I matter. I took some caffeine pills. I took some caffeine pills in my senior year. Oh, did you? I, because of um, that, I knew that there were a couple nights where I was like, I have to stay up all night to, to make sure this paper is right. No, you I, don't, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You don't. I'm bad at planning and yeah, but I do that. No, but like, even if you didn't do that paper, like it would have been fine. Then I would not pass the class. Dude. I remember I, I hand wrote a compare and contrast essay. That was like a big, like a midterm essay. And I turned it in a month late handwritten. And I wrote it like the morning I turned it in on a picnic table outside of the cafeteria. <laughs> you wrote it on a picnic table. <laughs> yeah. I just turned. Nailed, I turned in the whole. I turned door. in the whole table. <laughs> <laughs> was this was this for an art class? Because that sounds kind of cool, actually. I I remember I wrote about um the Clash versus like why the Clash is better than I forget who the other band was, but like Sex some Pistols probably. No, it was like some current pop punk band oh. in the late nineties. <laughs> Glory. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Here's why the Clash is good, and this other band is not. I kind of want to know who it is now because if it's I wish I knew like, too. I'm gonna be pissed. The Osprey. You don't remember that? <laughs> that I don't remember that detail. That essay you wrote in one hour in the, <laughs> the morning. It wasn't even the morning it was due. The morning a month after it was due. <laughs> like it was like the second deadline. It was like okay, you have until this point to make up this assignment for like half credit or whatever. <laughs> one thing, like one. I got an A in the class though, so. Whatever. One important thing you unlock as an adult in your brain that you didn't have as a kid is you realize that like everyone else is just lazy and is going to do the least amount of <laughs> like, for example, if uh, this is like a weird example, but if you were to like run away from a cop that tried to pull you over, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times they'd probably be like, nah, <laughs> they're going to do what's like easiest <laughs> for them. Or like, or like if you got caught trespassing and just like, you know, ran away or something, yeah, like, yeah. It's a lot harder for them to try and catch you than it is to just like write it off, you know. And just like with a teacher, it's like, nah, I don't want the hassle of like telling this kid he failed, and then it's going to be a whole thing. Like, I'll just. But it's all. It's like everything. It's like imagine you're like shoplifting in a store for some like for some yeah. reason. They're not going to stop you. Yeah. They're going to like talk to you and be like, "Hey, stop!" But you just keep walking. Yeah. You're fine. Exactly. <laughs> and in fact, they're yeah, specifically well... told not to try and stop you physically because yeah. if they do and you get hurt they could be liable for it yeah no yeah i was just gonna say i i i there was a kid at my school who got in big trouble he was a um he was like a bag boy at a grocery store or something and he was a senior is this and, a, your school like as a student or as teacher now a teacher now okay and it was like he saw somebody like kind of, you know, fast walk out the door and didn't think anything of it. And then heard a manager go, Hey, stop. Hey, stop. You just stole. 
And the kid just like react. He heard somebody, he heard his boss yell. So he just turned and sprinted and just like full on tackled the dude. <laughs> and he and got then fired. got in a bunch of trouble. Yeah. And he, but in his mind, he was yeah. like, I'm doing everything right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking initiative. <laughs> it was like, so protecting have you the guys, company. Have you guys watched Home Alone recently? No. Yes. Remember that entire chase scene? Where they chase down a seven-year-old kid who stole a toothbrush, like oh yeah, yeah, shoplifter, (laughs) and then a cop chases a little kid, like that's not realistic at all. They're running through an ice skating rink and knocking over. (laughs) I mean, first of all, the kid's white. Like, let's no, sorry, you can cut that part out. But they're knocking over ice skaters to chase this little kid who stole a toothbrush, and the kid slides through the kids, the other ice skater's (laughs) legs, you know. Yeah, he slides between the legs of the cop. Is that what he does? No, he slides between the legs of an ice skater. Oh yeah, I think. No, I think that's right. Yeah, and that kid's also a freaking sociopath. Like, oh yeah, Kevin. He has like a lot of great ideas about how to inflict pain and injury on people. (laughs) Yeah, as a kid, like that's kind of screwed up. It's basically a Tom and Jerry cartoon. It is, or like a like a uh, freaking. It's Coyote like Saw. It's Saw for children. It's basically Saw. It's baby Saw. <laughs> he's the clown. He grew up to be the clown. from. He's Jigsaw. <laughs> exactly, dude. Oh, my gosh. That sounds... Wait, did you... Is that like an internet thing that I'm just not aware of? I've never heard of it before. But... We just made it up, and it's pretty dang good. <laughs> oh, that sounds man. like it could be a new like Netflix series. Oh, you guys want to hear how, something funny? Remember oh, how the was, memes, those memes went around for a while about how Ralph Macchio was actually the bad guy. In yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and it, then became, it kind of became Cobra Kai. Yeah. Like, this could be one of those things. <laughs> Sorry, uh, what were you saying, Aaron? No, it's not as interesting as that. But uh, oh. you remember that dude on TikTok that was like skateboarding with yeah, the dude. cranberry Dark juice? Thing. No, yeah. no, Aaron, we don't, we don't like Idaho TikTok Falls. as much as you. <laughs> So that dude, like, became a commercial that played during the NBA Finals. And it's like him doing that. For Ocean Spray? No, for TikTok. He was in a TikTok commercial. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, I could see and that. then uh, what's his name? Mick, is it Mick Fleetwood? Is that his name? Yes. From Fleetwood Mac. He, like, did a version of it, right? Uh-huh. Yes, he did. So I was watching the game the other night. Cole and, and I talk about it every day. Spray did, too. Yeah, so I was watching the game the other night with, and my wife was like watching it with me, kind of. She was like in the room watching it, and she saw that commercial, and I had to like explain it to her. She's like, "What is this?" So I'm like, "Oh, it's this thing. It's on TikTok, whatever." Blah blah blah. She's like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> today I was out." She texts me. She goes, "Hey, uh, while you're out, uh, pick up some cranberry juice." <laughs> and it worked. She's what? like, I've been wanting, I've been craving it ever since that stupid commercial. And, and the funny thing is, that wasn't even what the commercial was for. I know. I mean, that's why the CEO of Ocean Spray did it, obviously. But yeah, that's so funny. But then they bought so, him a car. They bought him a car. They Dogface. Yes. Dogface Killer. Yeah. He's like Ocean, but, Ocean Spray bought him a car. Yeah. They're like the whole point is like the skateboard. I know. No, no, no. Like but, you gotta, but but Aaron, he. It's like when so the punk posted, man signs a big label. It's like you're undermining the whole operation. You know? <laughs> no, he posted a thing about how he his car broke down, and so mm. now he has to longboard to 
to work his job at the potato factory because it's in idaho but but here's what's freaking rad though here's what honestly like makes it so so great potato factory first of all is just called a farm you mean like a potato plant like a processing plant it's like the after yeah (laughs) potato factory (laughs) they build them from scratch they build potatoes yeah (laughs) so on an assembly line Hey, you, you just people. match a bunch of starch together and he's then he's the one who adds the eyes onto it. You put the skin on, yeah, you put the eyes, and then the last guy rolls it in dirt. <laughs> it's you know the potatoes that they use for Pringles. Yeah. It's those potatoes. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. anyway, so so his his freaking car breaks down. He's clearly does not have a lot of money, and here he is uh-huh. like making the best of it, having a great time yeah. on his freaking longboard vibing and posted on tiktok and then other people are like oh my gosh i love this video so much and they're imitating it and then ocean spray gets a hold of it Mm. and is like oh this guy's so great and why did our sales go up (laughs) oh it's this guy (laughs) and also fleetwood mac was like, hey, why the hell are we getting all kinds of royalties on our song? <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah. No, it, because... it went to like number one on like Spotify and uh-huh. iTunes, like like boom. And it was like they were like, what's happening? There was, oh, there was already like post- a weird there was a there was a pretty popular trend um, a couple months ago on TikTok with Fleetwood Mac too. It wasn't that same song though. I think it was a different one, wasn't it? I don't know. Maybe it was that song. What are but you a ton to? of people were were like, you know, making TikToks of it. But yeah, this was like, this was huge. So they like Fleetwood Mac retweeted it and then Mick Fleetwood, Mick Mac. Uh, who's the drummer apparently. Yes, he's the drummer. He, um, uh, he oh, he's created the drummer? a TikTok account. Yeah, he's I the drummer. So. He is. He created a TikTok account just so he could imitate the. So he could do his own version of it. The ocean spray guy yeah, and get a crap ton just more royalties. Oh, and he sent him a handwritten note, apparently, which is kind of cool. I don't know. I I don't have like drummers like in my head, like a whole lot of drummers. But for some reason, I have him in my head as like huh. a memorable drummer because my dad was like obsessed with Fleetwood Mac, and we watched like we had a a VHS copy of one of their live concerts mm-hmm. and i remember awesome. i remember watching watching it a million times and being like super fascinated because they're so everybody's so freaking talented but the drummer he's like the king of psycho faces while he's playing like oh really he's not just like he's not just into it like the way like bass players like or guitar players will like make faces uh-huh. he's like he's like going like these crazed psycho faces while he's playing drums. I'm sorry like that everybody like it's a spoof on drum faces or something. Yes, yes, dude. Have Maybe you guys he was just high? Maybe he was just super high. Probably. So I've been listening to that. Um, are you talking? Talking? Are you talking? Talking heads to my talking head. My talking head. Yeah. And they were talking about um, the concert film. What's it called? Stop making sense. And I had never seen it. Have you guys seen it? No. So no. I watched it yesterday. First of all, it's amazing, but that dude David Byrne does some crazy faces too. You just reminded yeah, me of that. Dude. <laughs> He's a wild man. That that movie is so good. You should watch it. I just saw him last year, and it was the same. 
Like he's it's on Amazon Prime. He's still pretty crazy. Have they talked about true stories yet? They haven't gotten there yet. But they have Jerry Harrison on this episode. Really? I'll go listen to it. Yeah. Do you know what true stories is? No. Is it true Hollywood? It's a movie. Well, they made an album called True Stories Two, but they made a movie and it's basically it's David Byrne as like the Mm. main character in the movie. But he's going it's based around this small city in Texas that's having like a bicentennial celebration or something. <laughs> okay. And he's going around and meeting all the people in the city. And they're basically, it's all these characters that are based on people from national Enquirer, mm. apparently. So there's like some lady who's apparently... never gotten out, who's never gotten out of bed in 50 years. And there's some, you know, there's all these different things, but John Goodman's in it and he kind of steals the show. He, he sings this song and it's, it's pretty, it, but it's very weird. It's like David Byrne, like picture, what a movie would be like if David Byrne was making it. Yeah. It's super weird, but it was like one of my dad's favorite movies. So interesting. We always loved it. So you guys all got to go check it out. I wonder if that's on Amazon prime. It probably is. Isn't it weird when you find like some super obscure movie that's hard to stream. It's like, you'd think if somebody had the rights to this movie, like Uh it's not, you know, like Disney is one thing. Like, you know why Disney wasn't on Netflix? Because everyone yeah, wants yeah. to watch it. But it's like, yeah. I don't know. No one's banging down the door to go watch true stories. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but I think some of that is just like, then it's like, why bother? It just like never happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, like Amazon's somebody, not, they're like, we're not hosting that for free. Somebody had to flip a switch somewhere and it just never yes. happened or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Again, going back to the, if it's easy, people's, people are going to choose the easiest, laziest outcome. <laughs> It's pretty good. It's good stuff. <laughs> oh man! Um, so, in other news, in guitar news, um, one of the one of the members of our group and a listener of the podcast, I think he's a patron as well, Justin Speck, yeah. posted a while back that he had purchased a pedal that we talked about on this show recently that we talked about many moons ago, kind of in a joking manner, maybe. Um, we we talked so, about all mostly, the fluff around it. Mostly basically. about the website. Yeah, the, yeah. Just like the yeah, insanity we of this pedal that deserve to be joked about. The presentation. Well, I'm just saying, like we didn't. We weren't talking about it like oh, as in like news. It was just like something that popped up on our radar, and we're like, this yeah, is funny. Anything like it's news. Let's talk about it. Well, we're going to today. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Any, what? Anyway. Anyway. So so he bought this pedal, the Blessed Mother, from Heather Bra- Heather Brown Electronicals. Remember remember that part? <laughs> Heather Brown Electronicals. Yes, Aaron, um, I have yeah, every I detail memorized. That part. The website of which is godsmom.com. Um, anyway, so Justin was like, hey, if you ever want to check out this pedal, let me know. When I'm done with it, I'll send it to you for a little bit. And so and I said, like, yeah, heck I want to yeah. check it out right now. And so he sent it to me, and I have it in my hand right now. And I got to say, it's a pretty freaking cool overdrive. Nice. Why? What about it is cool? What about it stands out from the rest? What about so, it? So a couple of things that I like about it. Number one, well, let me just explain it first before I say what I like about oh, don't it. Don't do that. Just tell us what it's about kind it. of. It's kind of similar to... Um, it's So it's like a soft clipping overdrive. So it's very smooth distortion it's transparent 
Um, no, not necessarily. Okay. It's I'm not interested. <laughs> one of the things that I like about it is that it's it's fairly dark sounding. Mm. Um, so it it doesn't do that. I just I don't like tube screamers how they seem to sit like on top of your clean tone you know yeah you get that feeling too where it's like like the overdrive point but it's also the clear sound too i hate that point aaron i just enjoy you talking crap about tube screamers like anything (laughs) negative you have to say i just it makes me smile now but but it does it has a similar kind of breakup characteristic but it's more saturated um and it gets pretty 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 dirty pretty but I like that it also has treble and bass independent tone controls instead of like a single tone control because you can kind of choose basically how much mids you have by using those. Um, so I like it. Sounds really cool. But it also has this clean blend, which lets you <laughs> blend in your clean sound. So then it kind of does sound like a tube screamer <laughs> where, where it's your clean sound. <laughs> with. But, but at least you have control over that you have control over it and the thing that's cool about it is the eq controls on the pedal don't affect your clean tone it only affects the overdrive tone so interesting it doesn't like change the sound of your guitar so in that way it is very transparent (laughs) but it's also cool because you can do like a kind of parallel sound um it's fun i liked it a lot the little bit that i've messed with it one thing that was surprising to me about it though is I thought it was white this whole time, but it's kind of like an ecru color, like a, a little bit brown, like tan, like, like a light tan. tan, like taupe. Yeah, like a taupe, like a creamy taupe, like a creamy taupe, a taupey cream. It's like the color of like French onion dip. Yeah, like if you use, if you don't use the full packet, or if you use extra sour cream. Or like if you make chocolate milk, but you don't put enough chocolate in. Yeah, like if you have a glass of chocolate milk and then you fill it with regular milk afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So you get like the residue that. of chocolate. <laughs> or no, you finish a bowl of, of Cocoa Pebbles, but then you add some more milk so you can have some more. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool though. And it does. The little halo lights up. And then when you click the to turn it on, then the, her heart lights up too. The sacred heart. The literal heart of Jesus. No, it's the heart of Jesus' mother. No, she has his heart is the thing. Really? Does she? That's, no, I don't know. Is that what? No, it's not. Is that what those people believe? I still. <laughs> those people. <laughs> Be their back ordered now. That means they probably got a, a bump in sales. Yeah, I think he what bought his. Us? I think he bought his second hand and then, but then got in contact with her and um, like she. Because the halo wasn't lighting up, so he sent it to her, and she fixed the halo, so it lights up. We're like we're like Dogface was with ocean spray. But guess what? He also told me. Heather. Guess what? He also told me that he asked her. He asked her if she's Catholic. And drum roll, because he is. Justin is. I think. Well, I shouldn't. I should. Did he buy it because he's Catholic? I don't know, but he asked her if she's Catholic, and she said no. I'm not telling. No, she's not. And that makes it, and and we kind of assumed, but that, that her, wasn't. but that her husband is currently reading the collected works of Saint Thomas Aquinas in Latin. What the what? <laughs> That's like the most hipster way to 
discover yeah. religion. <laughs> hey, but no, it does I... make it less like I don't know. It it sort of <laughs> confirms the a lot of the concerns I had before about the website in that it seems like she's it's like a joke taking she's taking yeah. the piss you she's know? just kind of not taking the lord seriously exactly <laughs> <Some> just, <laughs> so she's gonna get crumpled here pretty soon <laughs> not by me just for the record i want to make that clear you're not gonna crumple crumple some strange woman by on another woman or maybe a child is that acceptable for a child yeah. to assault a grown woman yeah i mean no but like way more <laughs> than a man it's less yeah it's less problematic it's problematic for a different reason i guess Currently a four-ish, four-ish week lead time. Yeah. Four-ish. That's not too bad. It's because I, of us, though, right? It's clearly I think so, because yeah. of us. I do believe that it is. Yeah, dude. I mean, heck, I was just going to go look how much it costs, and I immediately knew godsmom.com. Like, I got to hand it to her. That's kind of sacrilegious, but <laughs> as far as, as URLs go, if you're going to make a pedal, that's about as good as it gets. You know, <laughs> It's pretty yeah. good. Very it is kind of funny that like that at some point pedal builders were like listen we're why do we make we need to like make these look cool and not like just utilitarian right yeah mm-hmm. and then somebody was like hey why is my website so utilitarian i should make yeah. that cool <laughs> <laughs> okay here's one thing i love about the website though it, i always think it's funny because you see a lot of small builders who will like link to their website and what does it say at the top? It has like home and about us and stuff. And then it has pedals or products. Yeah. <laughs> and they have one product on yeah. this website. It says home and about me and then the pedal, <laughs> which is like, good. yeah, embrace the, the fact that you only Do have it. one pedal. Like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> As plus, it makes it sound like this is the pedal, you know, it does. It With does. Capital T, <laughs> which is pretty good. She seems, she seems really cool to be honest. And, I forgot. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this before, but she worked with Mike Matthews and yeah, Robert yeah. Keeley. Well, I knew that she worked with Keeley, but uh, I wonder I, if she was like kinda, a builder at EHX or something. I feel like I kind of have a crush on her husband. I mean, everything I, like I know you about him, do. he sounds. What do you know about him? All I know about him Latin. is that he's married to her. Oh wait, and he and then he's reading the thing. thing in Latin. That's true. There you go. I That's literally right. just told you a thing about him. That thing <laughs> you did tell me a thing about him, Aaron. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I've been wooed. <laughs> You've got wooed? Yes. He's he got long hair. Me. He does? Wait, you're looking at a picture of him? Yeah, he's on the website. Oh, okay. There's I a picture to, of their whole family on there. Me. It's a very nice. Oh, yeah, look at him. Hi. I'm a mom who makes boutique guitar pedals. That's awesome. I like Heather I Brown. I think we knew the thing about Why did she say I'm Robert a mom? Keeley because we read that. Because she is. I'm a mom. Why not? I'm a wife. Why not? Maybe she cares more about her kids than she does about her husband. Why would she say I'm a wife? (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. Why would she say I'm a a mom? Would a guy say I'm a husband? I don't know. (laughs) No. Why would you say I'm a mom? But I think it has nothing to do with pedals. But it's It's not about. It's not about her pedals. It's about me. This is in the about me section. It says right there about me. I'm a husband. Yeah, but like it's something I don't know. Like let's be honest. It's a thing that you would do like. And it's an industry that's largely dominated by men. So wait, like, what's yeah. the web- website called again? Godsmom.com. <laughs> <laughs> like, She's like, is, I'm also a mom. It is cool that you know. I don't know. It's. I think it's cool. It's yeah. her. Her. It reads like a like a 
artist bio like at the end of like yeah a novel or something you know yeah, it's on like the back cover heather brown is a mother who builds guitar boutique guitar pedals <laughs> yeah that's just in first person we yeah, should like email that. her and tell her that we think she's i great. haven't come full circle i'm still not thrilled about the uh about the religious aspects where it's kind of like making, it just kind of feels like it's punching down a little bit. Does it hurt your feelings? How do you punch down at like at the, the Catholic largest, church? At the largest religious organization in the world. Just, this, this mom from, I don't know, from but, like Oklahoma but it's because, is really punching down at the Catholic it's because church. Like, it's because like, it's that is like the easy thing to do nowadays yeah that's funny like it's fair game like, it doesn't christian, feel like i think you mean more like a cheap shot than it's a che- okay yes like it's it's because christianity is like yeah it is kind of like the easy <laughs> oh it's easy to make fun of all these stupid christians which i am a christian and i also agree with that but still <laughs> anyways it's very cool the website is pretty godsmom.com though let's be honest i'm a big fan I'm a big fan now, especially after having played the pedal. I enjoy it thoroughly. Maybe I'll film some clips here. How much? Post them to our group. Like, how much of. I honestly wonder, first of all, maybe this is like a larger question, but like, do we really need more pedals, guys? Come on. Like, can we just we stop as in pedals? Like, like in the world, you know? Yeah. yeah, and we just chill out with pedals. Although I have a pedal that I had some experience with, and it's that prototype that Sean Wright sent us. Oh yeah, yeah. How do you and feel about it? I like it a lot. I kind of agree. Okay, so it's like a, it's like a pretty dirty distortiony fuzz type thing, mm-hmm. which sounds really good, I think. And then it has another foot switch that kind of sends it into like an auto feedback mode. And there's a knob that lets you sweep the frequency of the feedback. And I'm sure there's like a use for that, but I don't have it. (laughs) I don't possess the need for that. You don't possess the use function. Exactly. Is that, I mean, what did you think about it? I I love the drive part of it. I felt the same way. Just having like a two. Well, how many knobs? Is it four knobs or just three? I think I'm it's thinking just... like having like whatever. If you drop that one piece off of it and just have like yeah. a two or three knob fuzz, it sounds really good. Um, so I think I say, having that having that on there like foot switchable is cool, but I just don't need to like be able to choose the frequency of it necessarily. So I my yeah. advice I was like if it was me like what I would want is just to have it where you can turn it on or off but not have to worry about like anything else doing anything with it. I'm sure like there's some freaking ambient dude who's going to like bend over. Oh, for sure. Sustaining and like twist the knob and whatnot. I'm yeah. just not that guy. First of all, cause I'm not that limber. Like <laughs> I can barely tie my own shoes, you know? So Billy Corgan talks about like how he would use the toe knob on the big muff, basically oh, yeah. just to find the right, like tonal, like the overtone, the frequency of the overtones. Yeah to be like whatever key he was playing in. So I could see it being useful for something along those lines. But yeah, for me, it's overkill. Yeah. But I think that's part of the prototyping stage for a lot of people. Like you put options in and then you just figure out what the best option is and go with that. 
Well, and also like we, I fully understand that I do not represent the market at large because I'm terrible at guitar. <laughs> I mostly play. In fact, I should talk about the new development with my band. Would that be interesting? Sure. Uh, our second band that we're starting. Oh yeah. I'm, I, yeah, yeah I suck it's... at guitar and I play very specific music that's dumb. So like my opinion is irrelevant ultimately. <laughs> but, but, but we, I went to band starting practice. a new band. I've talked about this before, how like my band that I'm in, it's really cool. It's guys that I like and my band, um, they're actually all very talented musicians and a couple of them are really good songwriters too, which is something that I've never been a, I've never been good at songwriting no matter how much. And you I'm all have the same level of commitment to it. Exactly. Which, which is, is huge. very important. We're all like game. You have a huge level of commitment. Although I feel bad actually like one of the guys got divorced recently, which is like sad, you know, he has kids and everything and it's sad. But it also means he's like, he wants to play more. He's way more down to jam <laughs> like, hey. than the rest of us. Because he doesn't have his kids all that often. Guys, I'm like super available now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, it turns out I'm less available. But it's he's he's not like lame about it or anything. But uh, but I've always kind of like, I don't know. I've talked about this before. How like, man, it'd kind of just be nice. So we play a lot of original songs. And we, you know, try to record every so often. And, and I feel like we make some pretty good songs that are fun to play and everything but part of me is like man it'd be fun if we could just play a bunch of 90s cover songs or something like that you know um and then so the guitarist is kind of the guy who started the band and so he's kind of like the leader of the band if it ever came to that you know he has he's the one that if you guys made it big he'd be on the cover cover of rolling stone by himself (laughs) no not even that but he would maybe be the one to say, Hey, maybe we should sign this record deal instead of this one or something like that. Oh yeah. He's not, he doesn't even care about being like the front man or anything, but at any rate, he came and he was like, yeah, I was talking to this buddy of mine. Who's in like three different bands, but it's all the same people. And they just have different names for these bands because then <laughs> they can market themselves mm-hmm. to different audiences. Oh and yeah. It's like, I think we should, cause we kind of ride the line where we do a lot of fun covers, but then like we'll play some gigs where like, usually if we play like a bar or something, we'll do like half, or more original songs mm-hmm. and like nobody at a corporate gig wants to hear an original song, you know, mm-hmm. but nobody at a bar wants to pay us any money to play or whatever, or like nobody wants us to play before midnight or something. So, um, so he was like, we should start a nineties cover band. And I was like, I've never been happier than I am right now. So we're just <laughs> going through all this. Part of it is cause like a lot of those songs match my voice really well. Cause I grew up singing along to those songs, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it's, I'm pretty excited. And basically the only rule is that if, if somebody wants to play a song, everyone has to have heard it. Like they have to recognize it. Otherwise, uh, like, what's the point? You know, like we're not going to do some obscure 90s song because then it might as well be an original if no one's heard it, you know. True. 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 And some of those are pretty fun to sing. I can't remember what audio slave song we were doing. Is it a, a, a like a hard rock one or like a, a very hard chill yeah, one? Kind of screamy. Is one? it like Cochise? Cochise? That one's dope. No. But it was it was straining I mean, my voice. Not Cochise. It was still pretty good. No, it's not. That. Cole, I hate to break it to you. I'm gonna look. Cole, up. is it Show Me How to Live? Yes. It's Show Me How to Live. Yeah. Cool. 
Cool. And I think I think they you. the one guy recommended it kind of as a joke, but uh, I was actually able to sing it surprisingly well. And it dude, was I like Audio Slave. Yeah, like aren't they kind of a? Is it Chris Cornell? It's it Chris Cornell and and like one of the guys from Rage. Rage or something? No, it's all the guys from Rage. All the dudes. From oh, Rage. that's it's right. For, okay. Everyone except for Zach yeah. from Rage Against the Machine, which is like a Chris pretty Cornell. great idea. It reminds it's, me of on fish, <laughs> on uh, on analyzed fish, when they talk about like when Scott's always like, can they just be like a the backing band for a singer who's actually good? <laughs> like they're also good at their instruments. Can not they just get a real lead singer <laughs> instead there of kind of tracing? Sorry, you know Phil. what's funny about? Oh, sorry, Phil. Go ahead. Were you saying something? I was. I apologize. I don't think. I think, Cole, you need to create a third band then because I'm pretty sure that song came out in 2000 or 2001. Yeah, probably. I think Audio Slave didn't even exist until probably 2000. Yeah, I think that's true. We're not going to be crazy about it. Okay, here's the other thing, though. It's 2000. The album's from 2002. It's more the other way, though, because there are some songs that were like, oh, yeah, how about this 90s song? They're like 80s. came out in like freaking 79 or something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's kind of... Well, because part of it, like, you don't... You don't mean songs for 90-year-olds. There's <laughs> hey, 90s, 90s but music. part of it is, like, you know, you listen to the radio growing up, and they don't only play songs yeah. that came out right away, you know, like, right then. Like, the line between 80s and 90s is starting to blur, even though I feel like when we were growing up, it was, like, a very distinct... Because I grew up, I was taught to hate 80s music, rightfully so. To hate what? 80s music. I oh, like. really? Like 80s music is all bad because it's all like crappy techno. Yeah. And then it's like not only is there a lot of non-techno 80s music that's awesome, but then a lot of that techno stuff's pretty awesome too. Yeah, some of that stuff's also cool. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out I was just taught to, you know, it was was musical bigotry essentially. Oof. Oof. It's funny that, that like Audio Slave they kind of i feel like they kind of have a reputation of being like like borderline butt rock in some ways yeah totally but like that it but then raging this machine is like gets so much like street cred and everyone's cred, like oh they're exactly. freaking cool and it's even like but not even just the band it's like oh um what's his name what's the dude's name tom morello or yeah tom morello is like yeah. he's like a genius it's like but you know he probably wrote most of the audio slave songs too <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and honestly like chris cornell I, I don't know like and they're actually good i like audio slave he has an amazing yeah. voice like people will be like his voice is too generic or something i don't know if people say that but like yeah it's he has an amazing voice i think i think it's one of those things where like there was a couple people who had the voice and then everyone else kind of copied them yeah and so then you think of them as kind of lumped in with the generic version too yeah exactly even though it's like well they were the ones who they were doing it before it was generic there's yeah. a reason it's generic you know it's like Why did chris cornell die oh yeah he hung himself yeah he died Jeez. from suicide that was really sad him and that. and chester bennington like died around the same time oh yeah because i remember i can't remember what pedal i think they were friends yeah like i Andy. think one of them was very upset about the other yeah, one. i think yeah cornell and then yeah bennington didn't handle it real well but he, I remember Andy from, what did he used to, from Reeve? Uh, from he used to be PGS. From, oh yeah, PGS. 
he he was like the next pedal demo that came out from them was like mm. all Soundgarden songs and it was uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, Chris Cornell's got a cool voice. Yeah, totally. So Man. who so send in your recommendations? Um, oh, did you guys come up with a name? No, but I sent uh. <laughs> I sent the names you guys recommended, and they <laughs> thought they were pretty funny. Um, Aaron came up with the best. I I was. <laughs> I felt like mine were really good, and then Aaron freaking dominated, and I'm not remembering what it was. It was the one that you that you really liked was nights and um, weekends. Nights and weekends unlimited. <laughs> Damn it, that's so good. <laughs> it's very good because it's such a specific, like it it puts yes. you in such a specific time. It's great. Nights Listen, and, weekends and I I'm gonna say it again, Cole. Plus, it's like a band. Like that's when you play, you know. If you're not, <laughs> if you're not using it, I am going I to, to start a '90s band. If you're not so, using it, you're going to lose it. Yeah, it's a use it or lose it scenario. Yep. Yes. It's a make or miss league. So the second you announce that you have a band name and it's not that one, this name <laughs> defaults to my possession. Okay. All right. That goes for you, listeners. I'll take royalties from anyone. So. <laughs> Nobody's taking a freaking band name from me. But tell tell us if you have song ideas too. I'm sure like, you know, everyone has a million ninety songs they could list. But some of the ones that were getting thrown out were, were pretty good and a little bit off. Are you doing like uh the impression that I get? Uh no, we don't have any horn players in our band, unfortunately. Uh, you have a keyboard if I player, could though. start a ska band, we I wouldn't even be doing a podcast. Your band I'd, is your band's I'd be not devoting that horny. all my time to the ska band. <clears throat> yeah, Cole, we do are you doing have a keyboard player. I want to do flagpole sitta. Okay, so that was that flagpole sitta is good. It's actually yeah. The thing is, like, you have to growing up in the '90s, but also being like a wannabe punk kid, you have to kind of re. These are all songs that you had to pretend to hate back in the day. Exactly. And you have to like, you have to reevaluate and realize, okay, okay, this song is awesome. Yeah. And if somebody, if I was just like at a bar eating dinner or whatever, and this came on, I'd be excited. I'd be happy, you know? Yeah. Or like you, you're like, oh, it's in the soundtrack to something and it's okay if you like it in the movie, but <laughs> can't yeah, like exactly. it normally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to buy the CD, but I'll, I'll listen to it on the soundtrack, you know? I'll skip to it maybe what okay, like so, you should like just watch a bunch of 90s movies and rip off the soundtracks i like, know like we could basically play the whole soundtrack of like angus. empire records has good songs have you guys listened to the angus soundtrack yeah dude, dude my band so used to cover this. it's so good the my full, band used to cover that green day song from that yeah jar yeah jar and the I weezer song you gave your love to me softly is on yeah the- listen that that soundtrack i don't know if we've talked about this particular aspect of it i that soundtrack is so good like i want to hear the story behind why is that soundtrack so good oh yeah. you know what i mean I like mean, totally what? like somebody i mean i think the filmmakers i mean the whole it, it like fits in the context of the film of the the film <laughs> in the context of the film was this an episode of i love <laughs> it's true though you know somebody that was like someone's pet project right yeah. they cared very deeply about the yeah. music because there's no way that the music is that good like consistently that good yeah throughout it has that it has that dance hall crashers song that's really good which is like that's that's a pretty obscure pull you know you know um 
what else was on it? Yeah, that whole soundtrack's amazing. Empire Dude, Records is really good too. Also, Green Day was so good back then. I know it kind of sucks, and they're still like okay or whatever. But yeah, like they're still okay, but they were so good back then. So good. Dookie oh. is amazing, and Nimrod's amazing too. I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, I really liked. Um, what was the one in between? Uh, they had like um, Insomniac. Yeah, Insomniac. I really liked that one too. Yeah, me too. I I that never was... remember which one. I was I always thought that came out before Dookie, but I think you're right. No, Dookie was like their big breakthrough, and I remember like because I had like some EPs before Dookie. Yes, I remember that hearing like that like. Well, they had two albums before. They had um, thirty nine. Oh, they were both short because they like released them together. Oh yeah, they, they made thirty nine smooth, thing. which was like both of them together. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but they were. I remember someone saying that like they got some backlash after for kind of like selling out when yeah. when Dookie came out. So yeah, they were totally. like, people were saying like, "Oh, you went pop." So then they made like a dark album to follow up, which was Insomniac. Yeah. But it's like they were always pop even before they. <laughs> Like, yeah like, quote, unquote, like sold that's out. the thing it's not like dookie is <laughs> it's not like really some... much of a departure from what they did before yeah exactly it's pop it's just better yeah but it's so good okay so to follow up on phil's earlier question the current makeup of the band is um there's a drummer and bassist and then there's the lead guitarist and i also play guitar very well might i add with with the tone Very i've well learned done. to play the song with the tone with that tone exactly and then there's a keyboard player so the thought was that i would just be singing and the keyboard player who also plays guitar would be like the second guitarist because a lot of these songs are just not going to have keyboard parts yeah keys weren't and so we kind of massive in the 90s we kind of have to decide on day one like hey we're not going to lug the freaking keyboard around every gig right for like two guitars bass and drums and a singer and obviously i have the stage presence to carry it even though i want an instrument clearly i have the uh Mm -hmm. charisma (laughs) which uh which weezer song are you gonna do we already do say it ain't so okay are you gonna Which do in the garage? I would really like to do only in dreams. The garage. Oh, that's a good one. In the garage. 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 <laughs> only in dreams is is maybe my favorite Weezer song, but it doesn't work well in a live setting. Probably. People get bored. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like pretty. And they're like, why are you? Doing I don't even this know. Song? Like a lot of it is like it's probably a, you'd have to do like a lot of weird looping and stuff probably to make it actually sound like it does on the record but um but yeah i'm i'm pretty excited about it we might do everlong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what foo fighters song would you guys do if you're doing a 90s cover band because um, even probably like, that one it sucks because like some of the really like i remember feeling the same way about foo fighters like oh they're too popular and even their popular songs like learn to fly is a cheesy song but it's also really good you know and monkey wrench is the same way yeah monkey wrench is good i'm trying to think of like what songs i like from their earlier stuff because a lot of their hits now are from the 2000s yeah exactly i mean they've been around for they've been around forever dude it's kind of crazy yeah so the story i remember hearing was uh dave Grohl was very upset when 
uh, he heard about Cobain dying, mm-hmm. and he um, he kind of locked himself in a room and recorded a full album just by himself. Yeah, Brian Wilson style. And then called like just all the parts, and then uh, and then started like sharing it with people because he had you know put all this work into it and then people were like whoa this is really good you should like do this and so then he he found some dudes to play the parts and i think they re-recorded it and then he he but he was like i'm not sure if it was the same drummer because he's been playing with that the drummer that he has now for like a really long since time. The, pretty much the beginning yeah but i remember hearing that he had like got the drummer and then was like no i don't like what you're doing and like he, the 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 first Foo Fighters album he like read the Dave Grohl playing drums <laughs> yeah um but but like then but so yeah he he it just kind of like sp- spilled out of him and then he hired these guys to play that first mm-hmm. album and then from there it became like that was more of a band. normal band it, it's situation. so interesting because it's kind of similar to Billy Corgan but like everyone kind of thinks Billy Corgan's a jerk because he on all their albums he plays a lot of the parts that's how prince was too he's the only one who's good enough or whatever which that may be true but it's interesting that like billy corgan is largely seen as kind of a jerk for that reason yeah and and dave Grohl isn't at all because it sounds like he went the opposite direction like he could have played them all himself but he found other people and had them re-record it even though he didn't eventually use the drums i guess but it's, well, and, then, and and then I would say it's it's more telling that then like, even if he did that one time, that like, since then it's like well now it's like from then on yeah yeah, it was yeah. The band yeah but I'm totally. I'm pretty sure Prince like never let other people record like he played he when he toured he would hire musicians to play the parts but he did I th- I'm pretty sure that he was like I like I'm gonna record every well, single even part. Like, Billy Corgan, like never, you know, Smashing Pumpkins never had the same bassist for more than a couple of years. And it was also the extra weirdness of like, it was always a cute girl, you know, that he could try to date or whatever. <laughs> and then he'd move on to the next one or whatever. That's you know? not cool, dude. No. I don't know. That's that is... pretty, you guys, wait a minute. That's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> like, pretty okay. cool. Hear me I mean, out. By Hear traditional out. standards, that's super cool. <laughs> Hear me if out, you, ask, you guys. If you like, ask me as a teenager, I'd be like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Prince is a... Yeah. Prince. They have a new album out. Did you know that? Smashing Pumpkins? Prince? Oh, I didn't know that. Cole, did you, have you listened to the most recent um, How Did This Get Made? Uh-uh. It's about a Prince movie that I had never heard of. There's a Prince movie that's not Purple Rain. Yes, <laughs> but he it? directed it. He wrote it and directed it. It's called Green Wind. No, it's called oh. uh, Under the Cherry Moon. Oh, that sounds. And awful. it's in black and white. <laughs> of course, oh it is. and it was made in like '86. Oh, but they Man. genuinely loved it. Like they were like, "This it's- is." This is ins- th- it's crazy how how fun this is to watch because of how just insane it is. It's crazy, like it is always refreshing when you see someone like Dave Grohl, because it is kind of unique to reach a certain level of fame and stardom and to not turn into a total lunatic. I guess. Yes, I would agree. Like with I that. think the vast majority of us 
that would be our tendency. <laughs> yes. Like if we had enough people around us who would just tell us yes to everything, like we'd be total, you know, crazy people, but mm-hmm. yeah. You're either, Prince. yeah, you turn into, you know, Michael Jackson or Prince. Exactly. Which Prince Yeah, you is either like, die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. I think so. I never understood that before now. You either die a hero or you live long enough to become a pedophile. What would I mean, Prince, like, how, <laughs> how wow. old was Prince when he became famous? Oh, wow. Because, <laughs> like, Prince, like, that's a pretty similar trajectory to Michael Jackson, except it probably started much later in so life. So Prince's right? parents then, like, they lived longer than him, though, right? Probably. That's, that's why he never became the king. <sighs> solid, solid <laughs> joke, Aaron. <laughs> Let's call it, you guys. The jokes aren't going to get better than that. Thanks Thanks for friendship. friendship. Thanks for friendship. podcast of the gown nothing's gonna top that joke <laughs> we'll burn this mother down you better not you better not they said it was an electrical fire <laughs> uh, wait are we actually done i think i don't know I how really long think, we've been recording i really think it would be funny if you end this i mean that's like a good <laughs> amount of right time i think right when you said that if it was I just like, like we've been yeah like don't say it never king he is never king. That's such a dumb joke. Because he could just be the younger brother of the king. Like, yeah, like not every child, not every prince, not every king. prince becomes king. That's another song we might do. That's a good title right there. Two princes. Not every prince becomes king. Mm. <laughs> That is pretty good. Nights and Weekends uh, Unlimited is pretty good too. Two Princes is a great song. It is. Oh, you should do um you should do Run Around. The Blues Traveler song. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to bone up on my harmonica. Oh, you gotta bone way up. Mouth harp. I gotta bone up on my mouth. You gotta bone your mouth. Is that another word? Like, oh, if you say like, oh, she plays a mean mouth harp. Like, I don't think so. She could suck the chrome off the trailer hitch or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. I yeah, Cole. We're not familiar with those. uh, That kind of nomenclature. Is that like uh, I don't come down to where you work and slap the dicks out of your mouth?
<laughs> I don't come to, down to where you work and slap the chrome trailer <laughs> hitch out of your mouth. Off your trailer hitch. <laughs> that is a great amalgamation of jokes, though. I don't come down to where you work and slap the chrome off your trailer hitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, where is the... I'm trying to find the text thread so I can tell you some of the other songs people are recommending. <laughs> closing time. Oh, we're going to do like, let's you gotta, see here. You got to end with closing time. The Toadies, the one. No, you got to open with knows. closing time. What am I saying? Yeah. Open with closing time. Yes. It'd be so confusing. <laughs> People be like, wait, did they? How long have I been sitting here? <laughs> we'll probably do like a Pearl Jam. That's really good. I like that bit. <laughs> what bit? To open with closing time. Oh, yeah, it is very good. Uh, I'm going to tell him that right now. It's <laughs> really funny. <laughs> Or maybe song three, like if it's like a, like a fifteen set, fifteen song oh, set. yeah. Like, do it in the third song, and then because then people, because people are like half listening, and then you you start playing, and they're like, closing time. Whoa, how, how long <laughs> already? What? Like how many? Yeah. Tonight. Lakers are starting Alex Caruso instead of Dwight Howard tonight. That's a great news. Oh, the redheaded guy from uh, Dude, Dwight Howard, that man. crime show. No, that's David With Caruso. Oh. Alex Caruso is like the tiniest white guy playing basketball. He's like young, but he's playing like basketball. balding. Balding. And he's like balding. He's a balding. He's that's a real a, balding. That's a, that's <laughs> he's a, a real balding. That's a tenacious D thing. What? I'm bald. It's it's. <laughs> he says one of the guys is bald. Balding. Balding. That's funny. And but he's like really good. Alex Dude, Russo. That, that is a I'm good sure we've talked about closing it. time bit. Case. I'm sure we've we talked already about play it a here. few like pawn shop. <laughs> I want to do tomorrow by Silver Chair. We'll oh, probably man. do Plush by Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> Or maybe the what's the flies in the Vaseline? Is it just called Vaseline? I think so. Can you guys do that one fuel that fuel song about shimmer? No, about like a photograph or something. Oh, hemorrhage. Hemorrhage in my hands. Yeah, I like that one better than shimmer. Leave love bleeding in my hands, in my hands again. Dude, yes. We might do regulators. Just to mix it up a little bit. Rough, rough riders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, nah. what you really want? What? Uh, what you really want? Stop. Drop. Shut it down. down open, open up, up shop. shop. <laughs> dude, great. you should do California Love. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you should do Murder <laughs> Was the Case. Tank, tank, tank. Dude, let's see here. Creep, creep is actually really fun to sing. It's a good Radiohead. song. Are you comfortable saying singing the word hell though? Mm-hmm. Dude, are you gonna played... do the original album version or that radio edit with the F word? 
because the original has the F word in it. I know. It's funny. One of the guys. So I, we were singing that. We sang it last time with Jan. One of the guys in the band was like, what? That song says the F word. They had only ever heard the radio version, Mm. which I think that's probably, I bet a lot of people have only heard the radio version of that song. Yeah. Like, dang, that was unnecessary change. (laughs) They're like, why did you add that? (laughs) (laughs) That's completely unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) Totally gratuitous. Yeah, gratuitous. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> That's really funny. What's their problem? Jeez. This guy's need to chill out. What a freaking creep, dude. That's too funny. <sighs> Are we done? Was that the end? Did we actually end it? 